time to us to return to the world of crime. Oh, you mean Loki. Yes, the world of Loki. The world <laughs> is Loki. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's time to talk about some Yakuza again. Yakuza. As we uh we're we're well over the halfway mark of Al experiences the Yakuza series now at this point. It's wild, right? We only have three more games left. Two Yakuza and then Judgment. And then we're going to replay seven. Yes. I've officially now played all the Yakuza games. <laughs> Yay! So there's that. And you get to pre-order Last Judgment? Lost Judgment? Lost oh. Judgment. Yeah. Because yeah. I just got announced. Yeah. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium, who is very sleepy. Hello, yes I am. Sleepy Al strikes again. So sleepy. And uh, yes, this is episode 229, and we are talking about Yakuza 4. Mm-hmm. The sequel to Yakuza 3. A game that came out... About 13 months after Yakuza 3, and boy does it show. <laughs> wow. This game came out on the PlayStation 3, the power of the PlayStation 3, in Japan on March 18th, 2010, in North America on March 15th, 2011, and then you're in Europe on March 18th, 2011. Uh, the remaster came out on the PS4 in Japan on January 17th, 2019, two days before my birthday. And then Ooh. worldwide on October 29th, 2019, and then came out on PC and Xbox on January 28th, 2021. I am going to give you a hot take here. I don't know exactly if it's a hot take or not, because I don't really pay attention to what people say about the Yakuza series and what game's good or what game's bad. This is my least favorite Yakuza game. (laughs) I agree with you. I mean, I haven't played all the Yakuza games, obviously, but so far, this is my least favorite. Yeah. I think it's a... not strong. It's a combination, I think, of like the turnover between this three and four is just very quick. And mm-hmm. you can really tell. Where like yeah. this just kind of feels like a reskin of three in a lot of ways. Um there is definitely some new stuff here and there, especially like character wise, there's a lot of new stuff there. Um but like just mechanically it's it's basically three again. Um graphically it's three again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like there really wasn't a whole lot done to the engine or anything to differentiated from three and four and also because this is the, the first game where you have multiple protagonists and the way they put kiryu at the end of the game i think really hurts it because yeah, like I, agree. I think the, the three characters are they're good in their own ways i think you know akiyama and saijima are good by themselves i don't I, the cop character i'm like eh, on um but there's a lot of just like we have to establish this character and make you care about them in a short amount of time and then do it again and then do it again and then oh here's Kiryu. Yeah. Here's a character you know. With a distinct lack of dad squat this time. Mm-hmm. And I think as well, like, there's a distinct lack of new places to go. Like ninety percent of this game takes place in Kamarocho. There is some new areas to Kamarocho, which they I don't think are really well implemented. Um mm-hmm. and like even when you get to go to, like, Okinawa to hang out with Kiryu and everything, like, you don't really go to Okinawa. You go to, like, the area around Morning Glory that has just been there, and then you don't even go into the town. You kind of, like, you go to a specific area in town at one point, and then that's it. Yeah, you don't get to explore the town Yeah, at which all, is like disappointing. Yeah. 
didn't get to go golfing in the town. No, we could have went golfing, but I we just never went golfing. But not in the town. True. Could not take the 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 train and go golfing. With our our weird happy president man. Yeah. What a shame. Tragic. <laughs> um. So yeah. And I think as well, like just story wise, is kind of weak. Yeah. Like the the main villain and all that sort of stuff. Like there's some twists and turns here and there, but like it's nothing that I'm just like I. We haven't seen this before in the series previously, and just like it's just like eh. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm curious, like going through this game and our thoughts on it. I'm very curious to see, like when we finish five, because five is I think even more bombastic. Where you know five protagonists, five different locations, and that's gonna they got to interconnect all of those stories together like it's, we'll see if like we have the same thoughts or similar thoughts on, with how it is with four or if they'll be different or anything because mm-hmm. i know five is controversial in terms of how people think about it really because i think some people think it's just like a little all, all, all over the place but then some other people just enjoy it as well so you know it is what it is spoilers a lot of people have thoughts about the yakuza games <laughs> what so yeah, like yeah, this was a bit of a disappointment, I think, um, which is unfortunate. But let's dive into this game as a whole. Um, okay. We'll talk about some new stuff that they've added into this game, and some trivia here on the get go. Hey, Jim, this is the last game to, to feature the massage parlor as a playable mini game, and we didn't even do it in this game. We didn't do it in this game because it sucked in the last game. I was like, this probably is the same thing. Um, yeah. The remastered version of Yakuza 4 uses Yakuza Kiwami cutscenes for flashbacks rather than the original Yakuza, which I think they literally use it for like one point. Yes. And that's it. It's basically like the one cutscene with the like vault and the money. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, in Yakuza 4, the protagonists represent the four Eastern gods. What? I, what? Taniburo represents the Black Tortoise or Genbu as he focuses the most on defense, parrying out of the four player characters as the most down to earth. Saijima is the White Tiger or Byako as he is the most cynical of the four and possesses the most brute strength. Akiyama represents the Vermilion Bird or Suzaku as he is the most elegant, ele- as the most elegance, speed and flow out of the four protagonists and is the most idealistic. And Kiryu represents the Azure Dragon or Siryu as he is the most balanced of the characters and also the most experienced and wise. Well, I never would have put any of that together. That's apparently a thing. Also, those are all like bosses in Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> They're bosses in like everything. Most yeah, Japanese media. Uh, there's also let's see here. Mini games. Most of the mini games are basically the same. Um, there's cabaret stuff. There's pool. There's darts. There's bowling. Uh, there's a more expanded karaoke this time. Hmm. But not necessarily super expanded because not everyone gets songs. Which was really upsetting. It's mostly when you play as Akiyama, you get stuff. And when you play as Kiryu, you get stuff. Yeah. Which Akiyama has some good stuff because he gets to sing with Hana and everything. And then yes. Kiryu gets Machine Gun Kiss. Yes, he does. very good. He's got a full clip of love for you. Not one kiss, not 100 kisses. <laughs> a full clip. God, that song rules. Yes. And and he could sing it in the wrestling gear. Yes. <laughs> we found that out <laughs> when we went through a brief bit of premium adventure, which was <laughs> very good. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, man. 
uh, a lot of the shops and stuff return. Uh, most notably, I think the biggest thing is that there is like an underground part of of Kamurocho now that you can view and everything. Uh, basically, like the the far southern street, there's always like these little like subway entrances you could see, but you could never go down. In this game, you can go down them, and there's like some there's a bar, there's a dress shop, and then mm-hmm. also leads into like an underground parking garage that leads you into like various stuff as well. Um, there's a whole underground like sewage system you can go through, and then there's also like rooftops that you can just maneuver about and everything, which they basically kind of use those sorts of things in like six and I think Kiwami too as well, where you can get up on the roof of buildings and such. And mm. you can, I think go down into some of the sewers in those games, but like, I think it just works better because it just feels more free flowing because of the way the dragon engine works rather than this game where it's just like, you are constrained to specific, like specific routes. And it's more like, here's just a new location Rather than like, oh, I'm just free flowingly going up this building into the roof. It was weird. It, yeah, I don't think it was as well implemented as they would have wanted it to be. Uh huh. Which, speaking of not well implemented, man, those reused revelations. Yeah, that's a that's a bummer. Um, Oof. Revelations are returning from the last game as well, but like. Some characters have specific ones, and but then they'll reuse those later on for other characters. Like, like I think um, we didn't even get to do Curious for, for whatever reason. I don't know how we didn't unlock it or whatnot. But like, because we didn't go to talk to the guy. Right, right, right. Um, but like all of his were just reused ones that they have already we've already done with other characters. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, why even bother at that point? I think like. Wasn't Saijima is also just like a repeat? Although his were fantastic because he just like whittles wood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it just felt like they were like the year the the year of development in between three and four just really feels like they had to cut corners here and there and just like make sure we got this game out on time. <laughs> I would have rather they just had one a piece and they all be unique. Yeah. Than have multiple and then they also overlap. Mm-hmm. Speaking of terribly implemented things man that pachinko song that <laughs> repeats like every 10 seconds i mean that could just be a pachinko thing oh i guess that is a new thing as well because you can go and do go into the pachinko parlor which you i don't think you could previously in other games at this point um so if you really want to play pachinko that's a thing you can do <laughs> um and regrettably fishing is still terrible Yes. Fish- but we did have that like weird demon fish that we kept with us. We had a mutated freak fish. Yeah, mutated freak fish. Yeah, I think uh, I'm trying. I'm getting. Con- I'm confusing five and four, but I think four is the one where I was like, "This is worse than three. And then five, you just gave up on. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think five was the worst out of them. But yeah, four is. I think they just didn't change anything. And you didn't like it in three to begin with. Yeah, so. it's, just, it's not great. And then five, they're just like, well, what if we take a bad system and make it even worse? And I'm just like, no, thank you. It's regrettable because fishing is great. And there's been decent fishing in these games before, but I think it's mostly in the newer games where they're like, what if we made this actually decent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah. 
I don't think there's anything else that we need to go over. Uh, I, I do. I, so there is actually some things where like, um, the newer characters will have like specific mini games that they can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Akiyama can do the the hostess thing that was uh, in Yakuza Three. So that's not really hey. new, but it, it literally is basically the same thing. But I think they do add, I think, a few changes to it. But it's not enough to make you be like, oh, man, I really want to do this mode again. Mm-mm. And then, hey, do you want to do this side quest with this guy three different times or four different times about, like, let's learn about hostesses? Yeah, that's oof. Oof. Oofa doofa. Uh, Saejima has a thing where you can train fighters to win uh, tournaments in, like, the Coliseum. But you really didn't dive into that because I think we we did it once and I was like, eh. Yeah. Uh, and then Tanimura can basically do or break up like specific like little crimes that occur in the city when you get them on your uh your radio. Crime. Which is which is fine. Like, but the only thing was like they just gave you money for them, and I was just like, that's not a good enough incentive for me to keep doing these. Nope. Uh, then apparently Kiryu has a thing called Team Encounter Battle where you fight gangs. What? I don't remember even seeing that. No, I don't either. But that could have just been a thing where we were just kind of, I was like, I'm just going to mainline through the rest of this game. <laughs> Maybe it was those, like, guys who kept showing up in the different colors. That could have been it. Like the old color squads that used to hang out in Kamurocho? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then each character also has specific uh, fighting styles. Uh, Kiryu basically has the same fighting style that he's had for all the games. Uh, basically, it's the same thing as three. Um, Akiyama, this says, uses more Taekwondo. He's more a kicky boy. He's very kicky. Uh, Saejima is just, he's a strong boy. He's more slow, but he's like, just will wail on you and also like does grappling attacks with like, uh, like wrestling style stuff as well. And then Tanimura uses, he's more defensive based. So he uses like Aikido and Jiu Jitsu. So he'll just like parry stuff and also like grab people and like just break their arm. As you do. Uh, and I think th- none of these Wikipedia pages have, like, anything, like, oh, substantial that they had to change for the remaster. But there is a substantial change that they had to do for the remaster. Yes, 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 and yes. And that pertains to one of the new characters, uh, Tanimura. Yes. Uh, so originally, back when this game came out in 2010-2011, Tanimura was played... They, they brought an actual actor into like face scan and have him voice him and everything like they did with uh what's his face in Yakuza 3 which they only had him for voice acting at that point um the Battle Royale kid oh right right um Fujiwara yes uh so uh Tanimura in this game originally was played by Hiroki Narimiya who had to get recast because of stuff uh and he was recast in this in the remaster by Toshiki Masuda. Um, you went to the look up, okay, why did this guy get recasted everything? And you're like, he faxed in a thing saying he retired because of these allegations. Didn't we read something about that before? And lo and behold, <laughs> this is the same guy who played Phoenix Wright in the Ace Attorney live action film where we talked about the, him faxing in a thing of saying hey i'm retiring because of allegations of drug use it's the same, same guy, guy. And i'm so upset because like he was really good as phoenix so he probably would have been really good 
but um, you know, apparently you got to fax in your resignation if you do cocaine. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. Keyword there. That is the uh, the second time in like the past two years that the uh, Yakuza team had had to recast someone due to alleged drug use. Wild. In a video game. This time, at least they didn't have to like do a recall and pull the game off shelves. <laughs> They're just like, eh, we, we might as well just do this because we're remastering it. It was just hilarious. Like I mm-hmm. went to the wiki and I'm like, that's oddly specific, and I very much yeah. remember that happening. Is this this is a thing that people do when they did bad things? Do they just fax? Turns out, no, it's just the same guy. Mm-hmm. He just really liked that fax machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was funny. I mean, not for him. It kind of sucks for him, but... It was just funny because you were like, did this happen before? Like, that that can't just be a wild coincidence. <laughs> It is Phoenix. Yep. Uh, well, I think I, I don't think there's anything else really that's like new to talk about with the game. Unless I'm forgetting something. I mean, other than the boys. Yeah. I think they also changed like leveling in this game. Oh, right, right. Because it's got the, the orbs instead of just like here's skill points. Which is a better system, I think. Um, but it's basically kind of just the same thing. Uh, well, I guess with all that out of the way, do you want to talk about the story of Yakuza 4? Yep. And all four characters in this video game. Yep. Um, actually, i got to look something up here very quickly. Not allowed. How dare you? <laughs> I saw it and then immediately it's gone. Oh no. Okay. So this takes place a year after the events of Yakuza 3. So yes. we are in the year 2010. Uh, and we start the game with Shun Akiyama. New character. New, new beginnings. New dude. Uh, Akiyama is a moneylender. He owns the the company sky finance he runs it out of the same building that new serena is in uh he's it, the company is basically him and his uh secretary hana who is great yes and they are they run the they run the place uh his whole thing is that like you know he's the good money lender he basically he'll lend people money with no like you know interest or anything or all that sort of stuff all they have to do is like pass a test of his and if they do that, he'll give them money just like, there you go. And the whole thing is like, people who go to him basically never go back to him. Yeah. So like, he's he's suspicious to many people in the in the under underworld because of the way he operates his stuff. Um, so we begin the game with him. He goes and visits uh, the offices of Kanemura Enterprises. It is a subsidiary of the Tojo clan and the Shibata family. Uh, Akiyama lent money to the the patriarch Kanemura, and just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, and also, he's like good with uh one of the like the officers in this family, uh Hiro- Hiroki Arai, because Arai basically like, saved his life at one point. So he's like, this guy's probably a good dude. He's a good fella. Yeah. So Akiyama goes to the office. The Kanemura isn't there, so he talks to um 
Kido. some of the kids that are there. One of them is Takeshi Kido. He is uh, basically another one of the higher ups in the in this family. But also, we just call him Kiddo because that's the way his name looks every time. <laughs> and he's a baby. Mm-hmm. He's he. I mean, he at least looks younger than everybody else. I don't know that he actually is. Yeah, uh, they're they're having this whole discussion about how like there's this rival clan to the Tojo clan called the Ueno Sewa that are causing trouble at a club that's run by Kanemura and everything. And they're like, oh, we got to figure out how to do this, but also things are tense. Oh, I don't know. We don't want to mess up the re- the reputation or anything. Ugh. And Akiyama's like. Uh, what if you boys did something about it? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'll go help you. So Akiyama goes to this club and then he picks a fight with these dudes and he beats them up. And then Arai shows up. I love that he just knocks that one dude out cold. Like, mm-hmm. just one. He's out on the bench. Once Arai shows up, he, like, this other dude basically thinks Akiyama's with the Tojo and draws a gun on him. Arai's like, hey, what if we don't do this? And then he gets shot. And then yep. he's like, oh, this is not good. Those dudes run away. Arai runs after them. And then Akiyama goes back to Sky Finance because Hana calls him. And is like, hey, things or something's happening. And then he's like heading back to the building and hears a gunshot. And he's like, hey, that's not good. And then he sees Arai standing over the body of the dude that they were just, that was just antagonizing them. And that dude is dead. Yeah. He dropped a few of his brains on the vending machine. A little bit, yeah. And then R.I. Yeah. just leaves. Yeah, he's like, I'm out of here. And then this cop, cop kid shows up. Yes, Tony Murrow, who we don't know is Tony Murrow at this point, shows up and is like, well, that's weird. <laughs> that guy just fled. Anyways, you should probably get out of here too or else they're going to get you. But the, the the actual cops show up and then they take Akiyama into custody because they think he's the murderer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was there with the body. It's true. Uh. After that, we get a fr- a flashback, not a flashback. A flashback. <laughs> flashback to 2005 at the events, the end, of the, the events of the end of Yakuza One, where Akiyama is homeless and he witnesses the the bombing of the Millennium Tower and all the money that falls out, and then that's how he basically gathers up a bunch of money and that becomes the impetus for him being able to open up Sky Finance and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then back in the present, Akiyama gets released from police custody. Because Hana was like, hey, he wasn't he wasn't the shooter. What the heck? Thanks, Hana. Um, this homicide detective that's assigned to the case, uh, Junji Tsukuichi, warns Akiyama, is like, hey, stay away from all this jock as a business. That's not good. Oh, by the way, Connie Burrow got murdered <laughs> while you were in custody. <laughs> that's bad. Whoops. Uh, Akiyama goes back to Sky Finance. He's met with a new client, a mysterious woman who just goes by the name of Lily. Lily. She basically heavily resembles Akiyama's old girlfriend. So he's just like, oh, I guess I'll just. Uh... Which we didn't know that at the time. He like looked he at. He had a photo, yeah. In his office, and we're like, whoa, it's the same girl. It's not the same girl, but we don't know that yet. No. Uh, Lily wants a loan. She's of a lot of money. Of a lot. She wants a hundred million yen, and Akiyama's like, mm, "All right, do my test, and then we'll see what happens." And then he's like, "Oh, by the way, he also owns a hostess club." Yes, he basically is like, "Hey, come back the next day. I'll give you the test. I'll tell you what the test is, and then we'll figure it out from there." Uh, Akiyama meets up with with Kiddo afterwards, and. They're basically like, yo, what the heck happened? Yo, what the heck happened? 
they they learned that the police are figuring that the murderer of Kanimura is a woman because Kanimura was found half naked. There was a lipstick stain on his neck. And like I think Akiyama was like, oh, it must have been a femme fatale. <laughs> I legit forgot that that man died. Yeah, it really does not matter in the, the end no. of things. No. Uh, a bunch of folks from the Shibata family show up because they're trying to find Arai. And they're like, hey, do you guys know where, he at, where he's at? And they're like, nope. And they're like, okay, let's fight you anyways. <laughs> um, so they beat all those folks up. Cops show up. Akiyama runs away. He goes back to Sky Finance. And then apparently like the Shibata dudes had would try to try to raid um, Sky Finance only for Hana to just beat him up. <laughs> Hana's amazing. It's true. Uh, after that, we head to the Tojo Clan headquarters, but... where the sixth chairman Daigo Dojima yeah, I know that guy. meets up with the captain of the Ueno Sewa Clan, uh, Isao Katsuragi, and Do Daigo's like, "Hey, do you want a bunch of money because we accidentally murdered your your dude?" Also, here's the patriarch of the Shibata family. We cut his finger off. You want that? And Katsuragi's like, no, 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 I don't That's want. Old I don't want any of that. This guy was a lieutenant for us. He's worth way more than this. What we want, we want you to either kill Majima or give us the Kaburocho Hills project. Daigo's like, no, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. Happening. And then they're like, well, okay, well that will. Hopefully you can figure this out in, t in time. But they're like, oh, this is probably going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next day, Akiyama gets a, gets a visit from Suguichi in his office. And this guy's like, hey, trouble's brewing in the Tojo. We're going to keep cops in front of your place so nothing bad happens. Also, just in case R.I. shows up because we were looking for him. Also, the, 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 the Yakuza are looking for him. Don't Don't get involved. Nakama's like, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> I do what I yep. want. Uh, Lily shows up to find out where her test is, and he, Akiyama takes her to the hostess club he owns, Elise, and is like, hey, if you want to qualify for this loan, you're going to work here for three days. you got to earn three million yen in sales, and if you do that, I'll give you all the money you want, no questions asked. So basically, he has to like kind of like teach her how the ways of being a hostess and everything. He goes on a date fake date totally fake to, totally to fake. teach her how to treat customers and everything and then they meet up afterwards after her first day where he takes her out on the night of the town Ooh. and then they go to they go to a rooftop and they make out <laughs> yeah they just straight up start making out i'm like whoa and then they get interrupted Hello. by folks from the shibata family who want who are like hey where's our eye and Akiyama's like, I don't know, so I'm going to beat you up. He's like, dude, I'm in the middle of making out yeah. with this girl. Like, come on. The best part about that was when I just threw a bunch of people off the roof. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeet, yeet, yeet. It's always good when you're able to throw people off the roof or in the water. It's true. I appreciate that. It's like my favorite thing that you do. <laughs> the, not not in general, but in Yakuza. I mean, you're going to like it in six when we're like on a harbor town and there's just yeah, water, water everywhere no we're not throwing the baby in the water 
<laughs> there is one part of that game we will have to intentionally skip because of you. Uh-oh. Is there a shark? Yes. Why is there a shark in a Yakuza game? There's a, there's a part of that game where you go, like, spear fishing. Mm-hmm. And then basically I think one of the bosses is, like, a giant shark. So we will intentionally well, can, skip that part. You can also just, like, tell me to look down and I'll look down. No, it's fine. We can skip it. It's a, but, it's a side thing, so it's not, like, a big deal. But is it funny? Eh. Mm. Uh, back to this game, because we, we okay. got a ways until we get there. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Akiyama meets up with Kiddo, Kiddo. And they're like, hey, we got to find R.I. before the police or the Shibata family or anyone else does, because they're going to moita him. And then Kiddo's like, why are you so, why do you want to help him so much? And then Akiyama explains, like, hey, he saved me when I was, like, really on, like, down in the dumps and everything. It was real bad. Also, here's how I made all my money and everything. And then I was like, hey, this guy saved me, so, you know. I'll I'll help him out if I can, whenever whenever possible. Uh, Akiyama goes out to collect money from folks. He's apparently very bad at he's that. He's very bad at it. Hana keeps yelling at him. Yes, he eventually goes like he's in the Champion District, just hanging out, and he finds this this bar called Drama Queen, which is allegedly where Lily worked before she uh, she came in and wanted to ask for the money and everything because she had a lighter from there. Mm-hmm. He. Uh, He's like he's a lady outside. Yeah, and he's like snooping around and like asking about like, oh, did this did this Lily girl work here? And the person asks like, no, this is not that kind of bar, dude. <laughs> um, he walks into the bar and like no one's there, and then goes back to where like the where like employees would be, and he finds like that the owner's dead and has been dead for a couple of days. Smelly. Also, this owner was a member of the Shibata family. Mm-hmm. And Akiyama's like, that's suspicious. Uh-oh. Uh, he goes like the Sky Finance and Hana's been knocked out. Yep. Uh, Hana wakes up and is like, hey, these folks from the Hatsushiba clan came in and took the took your ledger and also they kidnapped Kiddo. So Akiyama's like, well, I'm going to call you an ambulance and I'm going to go find everything and set all this right. So he... Busts into their offices and everything, confronts them, and is like, hey, give me your stuff. Or give me my stuff back. <laughs> <laughs> give me kiddo. Mine. Uh, Hatsushiba reveals that Shibata told him to steal the ledger because they're trying to track down Lily because she, they think that she has information that they need and everything. Uh, the following day, they get or Akiyama... Gets word about Lily passing her test, that she'd made enough money and everything. So he's like, hey, come to the top of the Millennium Tower and I will give you your money. The Millennium Tower, nothing bad ever happens yep. there. Or just Millennium Tower in general. It's, it doesn't have to be the top. It's true. Uh, Akiyama is like, hey, how about I offer you a, th- a, 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 little, a little incentive here? You don't have to pay me back this money or anything? You just tell me why you've been killing people in the Shibata family. <laughs> and Lily's like, oh, Actually, no, it's not me. And Akima's like, no, it, no, it's you. It's definitely you. It's you. You didn't work at the Drama Queen. The Shibata family's trying to find you. Like, something's up here. What up? Tell me. She's like, uh, I'll, I'll pay you back. And he's like, okay. All right. I guess that's it then. See you later. <laughs> You're just leaving town. Yeah, because she's also just like, she's, she's, She's heading out. She is leaving town. Um, 
Akiyama heads back to Sky Finance and he's like, Hey, Hana, I gave Lily the loan. She's not going to, we're probably never seeing her again. Hana's like, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> Why would you do that? You only did that because she looks like your ex. Also, I'm quitting. Get out of here. I'm out of here. Nakia was like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, a little bit after that, Akiyama gets a call to head back to Elise because there's some Yakuza who are, ha are making trouble at the, the club. So he heads in. And he's met by a a lieutenant by the name of Daisuku Minami, who is a lieutenant of the Majima family. He is uh -huh. looking for Lily. Nakama's mm -hmm. like, because he because he learned that she was working here, and Nakama's like, no, well, she quit today, and uh, I don't really divulge information about uh, my employees to people willy nilly. It's a bad practice. Yes. So he beats up Minami, and then. Uh, the big head honcho shows up. Yep. Corporate Majima. It's Corporate Majima again. Who's like, hey. The worst Majima. He tells his lieutenant to stand down. And then Majima is like, tells Akiyama, we're looking to find Lily because we have to protect her. Also, I need to make up for what I, for my failure of 25 years ago. And that's oh, how well, you're called 1985. Yes, and that's how Akiyama's chapter ends, or part mm -hmm. of the game ends. Following that, we head to part two of the game, and we we learn about Taiga Saijima. And we get to see a, a cutscene we have already actually seen in these yeah. games, what we would not have seen if we were actually playing these via release order. Um, back in Yakuza 0, there is a brief, brief bit about an assassination attempt that Majima and Saijima were going to do together. One thing led to another where Majima gets pulled from it and Saijima goes off and does it by himself. Mm -hmm. This game goes into that whole, that whole scenario and what exactly happens and what kind of like trickles down from it. And I had asked when we were watching, when we played that, I was like, man, they made him look like a rough 20 mm -hmm. because like, Yikes. And I think you had mentioned like, oh, they're using old models yeah. and they were in fact using old models they just, because they, were they just straight up used the cutscene from this game. Um, so it's weird that they're like, yeah, 24 year old Majima looks great. This 20 year old Majima looking rough. rough. <laughs> but he's offering you a watermelon in your trying time. <laughs> he is. Uh, so we, we start off in 1985 with Saijima. He's 21 years old. He is a uh, part of the Sasai family. Which is a underneath, which is a part of the Tojo clan and everything. He lives in Kamurocho with his younger sister Yasuko, and then he is Oath Brothers at this point with Majima, who brings him a melon in his trying times. They have been and a bunch of guns and a bunch of guns. They have been tasked by the leaders uh, to assassinate Yoshiharo Ueno, the chairman of the Ueno Seiwa clan. <gasps> what? And they're like, "All right, we're gonna do the thing." We are cool. So the day the assassination show comes and Majima doesn't show up, Saishima basically is like, oh, I got to go do this myself. He busts into this ramen shop and shoots all the people there. He kills 18, 18 of the 20 people present. Ah, yes. The, the, the top Ueno dude is one of the survivors, but also Katsuragi was there as well, and he survives. Uh, because of everything that happened, Saishima gets, sent gets sentenced to death and has basically been in prison this whole time. Mm -hmm. fast forward to the present of 2010 
Saejima has been in prison in Tokyo for 25 years. He is transferred to Okinawa Penitentiary Number Two. Does number two is so funny? Number two. <laughs> because there's always, I, this is my guess anyway. There's always a gap of time, like a little pause between punctuation and the next word. Mm -hmm. Um, whenever they do number two, it's no dot two. That's how they do it, and so you get no dot pause two two, and it's really funny. It made me laugh every single time it happened. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm so easily amused. Uh, you learn this basically a little bit later in the game, but this this uh, correctional facility is basically kind of like is a government run correctional facility that's like off the books, and is basically where they take like all of like the the bad yakuza folks and just like send them there for them to go die. It's also like a oh, it's a for profit. It, uh, it's a yes, for profit. That's what it, that's what, it, that's what I, would, I wanted to say. Yes. Um. But yeah, like they'll they just let him go there to die either because like the 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 guards will just beat him to death or they'll just like let them sit there and rot. Yeah, essentially. Of course, I just when he goes there doesn't know this. Nope. But you will later on. Um, so he's transferred there and then immediately gets into a fight with people who are in the Ueno Sewa clan who still hate him. Um, he gets taken. He just wanted to eat. Yeah, he just wanted to eat. He wanted, he gets taken to solitary where he just gets the crap beat out of him by the the captain of the guard Saito. Saito. The, the un he, the never dying Saito. Saito is the toughest character in any it's video true. game ever. Uh he's eventually saved though by one Go Hamazaki. Ba -ba -ba. Who has been in jail after stabbing Kiryu at the end of Yakuza 3. He like a chump. He bribed the warden to to spare Saijima and also to to let him talk to Saijima. Mm -hmm. So Hamazaki comes up and is like, hey, I want you to help me break out of this place because you're very strong and I think we could do this. Saijima's like, no. And then Hamazaki's like, yeah, what if I told you about everything that's transpired in the last 25 years? How your patriarch had to disband his family after everything, then disappeared afterwards? And what if Majima really, you know, just didn't want to come? What if this was a whole setup against you? So over the next couple of days, they basically gather all their stuff they need to do to break out where they have to like get a grappling hook and then like some, or they get to get like an outfit for Hamazaki. Hamazaki also wants to sneak into the warden's office to get evidence to help him bargain for something once he's out. We don't learn what that is until much later in the game. Uh, Saijima has to beat up some guards where he has to fight Saito like three or four times. And then eventually they make it to the, the courtyard. They use the grappling hook to climb up the wall. And they're confronted by Saito again, who just never dies. Never dies it's true. Um, Saito lets Hamazaki climb up first because he's like, this was your plan. I'll, you know, whatever. And then he Saito beats up the folks again. He climbs up the wall and Hamazaki helps him up. Um Hamazaki lets Saijima go down first, mm -hmm. but then Saito, like, shoots Hamazaki, and he's like, oh, no! <laughs> uh, Hamazaki tells Saijima that you need to get out of here. Once you make it to Okinawa, find Kiryu. Yep. He will help you. 
and then he tackles Saito over the edge of the wall, and they they plummet down to the water. So and Saito just goes after. And Saito was like, "Well, I guess I'm diving down too." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, guys!" Chaos. Chaos. Uh, the next morning, we we are at Morning Glory, and on the beach, Haruka finds an unconscious Saijima. <laughs> convenient. Very convenient. Uh, Haruka brings, or I think she grabs Kiryu and is like, hey, we need to bring this guy in. And Saijima basically wakes up and is like, what is happening? <laughs> I also, um, he uses the same fake name as, um... Akiyama, right? Suzuki. <laughs> Everyone Suzuki. uses this name. <laughs> yep. It's hilarious. Cause he's like, yeah, my name that that's my name. I was yep. uh, in a shipwreck. Yep, totally. Yep. Definitely. Curious, <laughs> like, hmm. You know, I talked to the Coast Guard, and they said that there weren't any shipwrecks. Interesting. You're like, yeah, you know, his buddy's in the Coast Guard that he just hangs out with. Curious, he's just become very uh, acclimated to the, the locals now. I mean, honestly, like, makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's a friendly guy. Uh, you know, minus the scrunchy eyebrow. It's true. Curious basically kind of, like, figures out, like, you've been in jail. I was in jail I, I know how, I know how, it is. I know how it is. I know, I, I get it. So Saijima's like, all right, yeah. I was in prison. I need to go to Tokyo. I need to go get revenge. And Kiryu's like, nope. Not helping you do revenge. Revenge is bad. Yeah. And then Sai- <laughs> Saijima's like, well, I'm not. I need your help. So they have to fight each other. And then Harkin's like, stop fighting. And then Saijima's like, oh boy, I'm very tired. Kukuk. Mateo. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also like the weird moment that I don't remember if it was this part or earlier, but like he like kind of is a creeper about Haruka. Yeah, it was like where as he woke up, he's just like, ah, uh, it's a lady. He like pins her on the floor. And I'm like, oh god, she's like 13, bro. Curious, like, yeah, you've definitely been in prison. I spent a quarter of my life there, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saichima wakes up again, and uh, Kiryu's like, hey, here's some money. Here's some clothes. So you can get to Tokyo. Don't well, don't go get revenge. He, he at one point, is like, I'm going to go get yeah. something from the store. Hark is like, the store's not open, dummy. He's like, well, He's like, no, no. I, I, gotta I, go I can get the there in time. But it's, it's basically, I think, like a letter he sends. He leaves him. In this whole like he leaves in the bag. a letter in the yeah. bag, yeah, with the clothes. But he's like, "Hey, you know, go do what you gotta do. Just don't, don't go for revenge. I know how that is. It's no not revenge. gonna, it's not gonna end up well for you. Just think things out, essentially." So, Saijima reads all that and then like dresses up, thanks Haruka for saving him, and then he heads off. And then Haruka or Kira just like walks around the corner, like, "Well, you know, the, the store is closed. You were right." <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't even know why he did that. It was so weird. Like, he could have just said all that. That's Kiryu. He has to be very sentimental at times. That's fair. And then you pointed out that Saijima just wears the same clothes that Kiryu yeah. got him forever. Mm-hmm. 
It's very nice. Sajin was like, you know what? I, I, like, I like this get up. Yeah. He's like, Kiryu's got taste. Kiryu's like, yeah. Yeah. See? Yoosh. Got taste. Someone finally agrees. I spent 2,000 yen on that one kid's outfit. Sajima <laughs> <laughs> uh, heads to Tokyo. And he's like, all right, I need to go find leads on my boss. What happened? And everything. He eventually summons in the kiddo fighting off the, the Shibata family. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? You're fighting the Shibata family. Oh, that's cool. We didn't like them. I'll help you fight them. And the kiddo's like, oh my god, you're Saejima. You're like a legend. And Saejima's like, eh. <laughs> Also, he has stupid hair. Yeah, his hair's not great. His hair's bad. Uh, kiddo helps him, or like, lets him into the hideout in the theater square, or the underground of theater square, where mm. you get to like, meet some cats. Yeah, the kitties! We got to name the kitties Loki and Maxwell, and that was fun. No Loki and And then they left, and they were never seen again. Aww. Uh, but basically, Kiddo informs him, like, hey, if you need to find something, there is this mysterious information broker in Kamurocho that's known as the florist, and if anyone can find anything, it's that person, but you need to figure out, like, how to eventually find them. So Saijima has to go investigate how to do that, and then he's basically led to purgatory and eventually meets up with the florist and he's like hey could you tell me about sasai and where he's at and the florist is like okay i will give you your information you have to come into my coliseum and win this death match yep <laughs> so saijima fights this uh this russian dude beats him up and the crowd's like yeah murder him <laughs> Kill him. And Saijima's like, how dare you want bloodshed and everything? You don't know what murdering does to you. Arr, trauma. <laughs> he starts crying in the middle of he the does. thing. I was like, oh man, this is intense. It's, it's a oh, lot. No, I touched the flea medicine. You fool. <laughs> oh no. You've goofed. Oh no. Um. So yeah, Saijima just leaves. And then afterwards he's approached by the floors and is like, all right, I will. You did what I wanted. I'll give you the information because that was a test, and if you would kill that guy, definitely would not have helped you at all. <laughs> so the florist takes Saitama back to his office, and he's like, "Here's everything that happened after the hit. The the Ueno Sewa ordered the death of Sasai. Sasai went into hiding, and eventually he went homeless. He became homeless. His family, the family, was disbanded and everything. And um." He basically started working for me, but also he's not in good shape anymore. He's in really rough shape. So the, not the same guy. The florist brings in like one of his men to bring in Sasai, and Sasai is just rough. He's basically like a vegetable. Yeah, Saijima like literally like, just breaks down and embraces him, and he's like, "Just like, don't you recognize me? Don't you recognize me?" And the floor is just like, "He's not going to do that." But then like Sasai literally like the light flashes in him for once, and like he. Mal, you know, like he says Saijima's name, and everyone's just like, "Oh, oh, all right, wild." Then they pulled like the whole like the guy that was sitting on the bus. You know who that guy was? It was Einstein type thing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Do you know who brought him in?" It was Mod Majima. Uh, so after that, Saijima heads back to the hideout. He's confronted by Minami, the lieutenant of the Majima family, who beat up Kido. 
and the homeless guys and me was like hey got a message from the boss he wants to see you in his office at the millennium tower <laughs> so i was like all right guess i'm meeting majima we're gonna hash all this out uh kiddo asks him he's like do you have any regrets about doing that hit and everything and Sajima's like I am very remorseful for the lives I took but I would do it again if I had to it's the way things go it's for the family mm -hmm. Sajima heads to the Millennium Tower he's got to avoid the cops because the cops are out more in force because they're trying to find Sajima god that was annoying though very annoying like we had to go such a weird way and you were going not those ways for like, like all the side quests. Yeah, that was dumb. They're like, what if you go about like all this roof part and go through this underground part and do all this, 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 and this. Like, oh my God, you don't have to do all that. You just go this other street. Mm -hmm. So he makes it to the Millennium Tower. He's got to beat up a bunch of the fam the members of the Majima family because they want to see if he's actually still Saijima. Mm -hmm. Saijima beats them all up. <laughs> and then yep. Majima kind of comes out of the elevator and is like, all right. Let's go. Hello. We're going to go have a little chit chat. And uh, they literally, Majima lines up all his guys to like give them a path to the batting center so that none of the cops can mess with them. Yep. It's a wild sight. It's it's such a power move. Mm -hmm. God, Majima. So they head to the batting center because that was like their hangout and everything. And Sajima's like, all right, you're going to tell me what happened 25 years ago. Why did you appear? And Majima kind of is like coy about it and just doesn't want to talk about it. He just wants to, you know, hit some baseballs. Balls. And then Sajima like literally like grabs one of the balls before Majima's going to hit it. And is like, you're going to tell me what happened. Which was wild. It was like, oh my God, how did he not hit his hand? Mm -hmm. uh, so of course you have to fight. Because, you know, yes. you got you to gotta, you gotta do that. You beat up Majima and then basically Majima tells you what happened. And you get like it's a... An expanded version of what you kind of see in Zero, although they've retconned some stuff in Zero from what actually happens in this game. Actually, I looked it up and I didn't. Well, I think there's like some, like the the eye stab is different. Apparently, they use the same cutscene. Is it? I swear I the up. eye thing is different. I looked it up. Hmm. The thing that they added in Zero was just the involvement of the weird bald man. Hmm. I swear I looked it up. And they're like, yeah, this is the same. Regardless. Um, it's basically the same yeah. as what it was. Basically, Majima got called into a meeting with Shibata. And Shibata's like, hey, we're not going to let you do that. That would be bad for you. Because you're a member of the Dojima. Or you're around the Dojima family. Mm -hmm. um, so we can't have you involved in this. Also, this is a setup. Also, now we're going to take your eyeball because you're yelling at us and trying to beat us Also, up. because you don't want to help us and not betray your brother, we're going to take your eyeball and just keep you captured for a while. Sucked. Mm-hmm. I love that they're just, like, laid out on the, the floor of the batting cages. Like, just chit-chatting. heart to heart. Yeah. It makes sense, though. Oh, yeah, it totally does. I mean, it's very, very on brand for Majima. Uh-huh. So you get the explanation there, and then basically that's the end of Saijima's section of the game. After that, we head to part three. We meet up with Masayoshi Tanimura, who is a detective in the Tokyo Police Community Safety Division. <laughs> Ooh. 
He's also known as the Parasite of Camarocho. Yeah, which they don't really explain that very well. Yeah. Um, so this begins where Tani Moro is getting uh, chastised by his his boss, uh, Satoshi Hisai, and also by Suguichi because he was doing misconduct on the job because he was gambling. Gambling. How dare he? Uh, also, he's helping out people in the Malaysia. How dare he? <laughs> yeah, we finally get to go back to Little Asia. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, you need somebody who can speak other languages to get into here. And it's him. It's him. He speaks other mm-hmm. languages. Uh, Tiny Mora, like goes around and he, he has to find the guy who like ratted him out and beats him up. <laughs> Yep. And then eventually he receives a tip from uh, one of the businesses he, you know, takes money from. They're like, hey, we found this girl you've been looking for for a long time. She's in our, she's she's here. And Timer's like, oh, he's been looking for Yasuko Saijima. For, he, like, he's not like recently, but for years he's been looking for her. Mm-hmm. He basically. Because it was something that was like in his dad's notebook. Yes. Um. Back in 85, his dad was investigating the the Ueno hit when his dad was suddenly murdered and one of the final entries in his log logbook was like I'm going to go meet with Yasuko Saijima. Mm-hmm. So he's been trying to find her to figure out what exactly why his dad wanted to meet up with her. So he finds her at this nail salon where she's working and Tanimura wants to like talk to her about it but then some Shibata folks show up and are like hey we need this girl. Um, and then they are, they made it, they basically take her and run away. Tanimura basically follows them to the docks, fights them all, and then he has to make his way to Shibata's office, where the where Patriarch Shibata is. He is meeting up with, or he's in there. He's in like an office where Yasuko's tied up. Also, Ri is there. Yeah. Dun dun dun. They also like rip open her shirt, which is really dumb. yeah. They basically are like, yeah, the the murder of that one uh, Oeno kid, yeah, that was a that was a whole thing. We made we we were we wanted that to happen. That wasn't just a, a random occurrence. That was all part of a plan. And basically, they are Shibata and Katsuragi of the Oeno Sewa are trying to work together to force the Tojo clan to give the Oeno Sewa the Kamurocho Hills project. And then Shibata's like wants to do bad things to Yasuko yeah. and then R.I.'s like you're not doing that I'm going to murder you <laughs> so he shoots Shibata and is like yeah we don't need you in the plan anymore but we need Yasuko so you can't do anything to her and he's also like you know I can't really be mad yeah. that he shot this guy like R.I. sucks mm-hmm. but you know at least he stopped that nonsense Yeah. I'm like no down Damn. Uh, they also talk like Shibata mentioned something about how Katsuragi wants to keep quiet about the truth about the Ueno hit, and then Tani Mura busts in and is like, "Hey, I'm gonna arrest you." And Arai's like, "No, nah, I'm out of here." <laughs> <laughs> and he tries to question Shibata about it, but then Shibata just dies. But he's able to get Yasuko out of there, so he takes her back to Homeland, which is this little restaurant in Little Asia where he hangs out and everything. Um, it's like his home base, yeah. basically. He questions her about meeting his dad 25 years ago, and then she's like, yeah, he never showed up. 
The only thing he sent me was a message saying, get out of Tokyo. Um, he asks her about, like, why she's killing the Shibata men. And then she reveals that Kasuragi of the Ueno Seiwa got in contact with her and told her to, to murder these folks. And if she did that, he would help her find a way, or he would basically give her a way to see her brother. It was either that or give 100 million yen. Yes. And since she she doesn't have that money, she's going to do the, the moida. The moida. But then Kasuragi's like, hey, what if you kill more and more people? Woo. And she's like, no, let me get money instead. <laughs> <laughs> so Tanimura basically convinces her, like, hey, give me the money. I will get a, I'll get a meeting with Kasuragi, and I'll figure out exactly what happened here. So he has to go get the money from, like, the underground parking garage just in a, tr- in a car. He gets that... Uh, Yasuko heads off to Okinawa because she learns that that's where her brother's been transferred to. Mm-hmm. And then Tanimura gets into contact with Katsuragi. They agree to meet in front of the Millennium Tower the next day in broad daylight. So nothing shady happens, except shady things mm-hmm. happen. <laughs> Always. We get a little walk and talk where Katsuragi's like, hey, your dad got killed because he found out the truth. Uh,. So Kazuragi and Shibata had a, they made it so they they wanted Saijima to attack the Ueno and the offices officers. So basically all of Kazuragi's rivals got killed. Ueno was he and Ueno would survive and then Kazuragi would be like I'm going up. And then Shibata would also be like I'm going up too. Uh Kazuragi says like hey I didn't murder your dad. But maybe it was some people in the police that helped cover it up. Hmm, interesting. Mm. And then he's also like, yeah, Saejima didn't kill all those men in 85. That was me. I did it. And Timer's like... All the bullets, rubber bullets. Timer's like, huh? But then they all get... He, get, he gets surrounded by a bunch of Ueno Seiwa folks because Kasaragi basically led him into a trap to moida him. But then uh, Suguichi and some other cops show up and are like, we're going to arrest you all. Ho, ho, ho. Totally going to arrest them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, Tony Murray grabs the money back and heads back to Little Asia. Uh, he, he gets back there and he finds his boss, uh, Chief Asai, is there. And basically Suguichi apparently told him to go check on Tony Murray's friends. Not suspicious or anything. Tony Murray's like, hey, here's everything Katsuragi told me. Yeah, that weird. Hey, you want to go help me find the original case files for the shooting? And uh, his eyes like, yeah, I can take you there. I know exactly where they are. Da-da-da-da, let's go. So they go there. Tony Murray is able to find the file. He learns who his father's partner in the investigation was, and that is Suguichi. Uh-huh. Which this guy never told Tony Murray any time at all. Nope. And this is where we learn more of the like bloody rubber bullets were like test bullets for the cop time. Yeah. And uh learn about the the the, 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 the shadiness that's going on here. Shadiness? No. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> shadiness in the cops? I'm it's more very like surprising. Uh Tanimura is like, okay, well, I now have those, all this money. I'm just going to go bring it back to Sky Finance. Just, I don't need it. Um, he heads there. He meets Akiyama and is like surprised that Akiyama is the owner because he's like, oh, you. you're the guy I ran into at the murder scene. 
<laughs> so Tanimori basically explains everything to Akiyama. Uh, Akiyama tells him some stuff as well. He's like, I don't want this money back. Also, I don't want this money back. It would sever my only connection to her. Yep. Um, they basically learned that R.I. and every and all like Katsuragi are hiding out of the docks. So Timer is like gets in contact with the police and everything. Um, because they're gonna go find uh the one dude who got murdered, his buddy, who's hiding out of the docks, and go try and take him into custody before anyone else finds him. Mm-hmm. And it totally works according to plan. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't. It does not go according to plan. So Tanimura finds this Mishima character, and Mishima's like, yeah, Katsuragi told us to go cause trouble and everything, and then uh, it would be everything fine. But then, like, I went back to home base, and then they were like, oh, we're going to go kill him once we find him. And he's like, oh, God, I got to get out of here. Protect me. But then uh, Mishima gets killed by Suguichi, who's like, hey, I'm the mole. I'm working with Katsuragi. Timer's like, yeah, I figured that as much. Not surprising. <laughs> He's like, I'm a yeah. You 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 have way too fancy clothes for a cop at your at your level. <laughs> He's like, your shoes are always clean, and mm-hmm. you're like a murder detective. That's no, absolutely not. A bunch. Your watch way too fancy. Yes, a bunch of other cops uh, bust in, including a uh, pseudo, our helicopter that guy. friend. Helicopter friend. Yeah. They they basically. And then the cops are completely incompetent. Yep. So Gucci's like, yeah, you're not going to do anything. I'm going, I'm getting out of here. And then Tony is like the only one who chases after him. Yep. So then we get into a boat chase. Yeah, conveniently, there are two boats there. And you chase him down to like them. another dock and you get into a fist fight with him. And you beat up Suguichi and everything. And he basically tells you exactly what happened and everything. Where this is where we get the whole rubber bullets thing where they, the guns that Saijima had were all full of rubber bullets and then uh Kasaragi had real bullets and he just headshotted all of them um like some dudes through the cheeks mm-hmm. and oh it was messed up Suguichi basically gave this whole report to his boss at the time which was uh Seishiro Munakata who was like the chief of the police I think at that point or something like that and he was like he reads the report and is like yeah none of this makes sense <laughs> Yeah, this is dumb. This is really bad. Uh, why? How did he? How did Saijima manage to basically headshot all these guys? Just pinpoint accuracy, but then also they had a bunch of like bruising and stuff from getting shot from potentially rubber bullets. That seems very weird. Anyway, especially because rubber bullets are exclusive to cops. Yeah. At the Anyways, mm. what if you uh, got me in contact with this Katsuragi fellow, and I'll just let this report kind of just you know fall off my desk, and we'll just never think about it again and then basically Munakade just uses Suguichi to take out anyone that can be connected to any of the any of the truth essentially and that included Tanimura's dad um, and then that puts like the cops and also in line with like them getting into like the the Kamarokusha Hill stuff and also like wanting to become like a power player in the underground world, it's all just, like, it's all over the place. Yeah, it really is. And then Suguichi's, like, just, like, sitting there, is like, oh, man, being a corrupt cop sucks. You want to arrest me? I got evidence against Mutakata. But then, uh, Suguichi gets moited. And the thing that 
sucks about this is we both thought it was going to be a really interesting fight because, like, you get handcuffed to him at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then immediately it's like you break off the handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, that's lame. But, yeah, he gets moited. Um, I was going to make a joke about complex motives. But my time has passed. It's true. Uh, so the murder, the murderer runs away before Tony Murray can catch up to him, and then we see. He does say that there was another mole. In yes, the, there's another mole in the in the, the police force. Back in Little Asia, there's uh, we see Chief Asai has taken uh, Tony Murray's friends hostage, which the were shepherd. apparently on orders from Mutakata. Uh, Daughter. Yes, Mutakata calls up Asai and is like, "Hey, murder them, folks, and Tony Burr as well." And then his eyes like, yep, yeah, I'll do that. But then he doesn't, and he just shoots himself. But you don't see that because you just hear a gunshot, but only a singular gunshot. Yep. That's the, the key thing there. Mm -hmm. And then that's the end of Tani Mura's, and then we head to Kiryu. Our friend Kazuma Kiryu. Good dude. Uh, this basically is a few days after Saishima showed up. Uh, Hamazaki just randomly washes up ashore he's alive <laughs> somehow uh haruk is like oh man we should not let that guy stay here but kiri is like we should let him stay here and see what's up yeah she finds him is like uh-uh uh-uh mm -hmm. like she kind of goes into like a ptsd yeah. shock which i mean understandable yeah, yeah yeah very understandable like the whole time he's there she's very very yeah. uncomfortable it's like no and like she gets between him and kiryu multiple mm -hmm. times and Kiryu's just like, you know, I, hey, maybe he's had a change of heart. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kiryu just wants to see the best in people. Um, yeah. Hamazaki eventually... Gets him a knife in the gun. Yeah. Hamazaki eventually wakes up and talks to Kiryu about what happened. And he shows him what he stole from the warden's office, which is records from the, the prison that show exactly, like, how that whole prison got set up and everything. And also that... Uh, the commissioner Munukata had been embezzling money to build it and everything. And also, you remember that 10 million yen that got stolen from the, the Tojo clan at Yakuza 1? Yeah. Well, hey, it's about to circle back around to being relevant again because that's also involved with this whole thing. Yay, money laundering. Yay. Um, so he shows him all of this and Hamazaki's like, hey, you need to come to Kamurocho and and stop this. Because they're going to try and take over the Tojo clan. And that's very bad. And Kiri's like, nope, don't want to do that. Don't want to get involved. I got my kids here. I'm kind of tired of getting involved in Tojo affairs. <laughs> um, Basically, the next day, Hamazaki's kind of just like hanging out. And Haruko's like, you need to make him leave. Get him out of here. And he he's even just like, I look, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I understand why you would be mad. I will head off. Um, I'll go turn myself turn in. Turn myself in. And Kiryu's like, I'll, hey, I'll walk you to the, the to walk you there. That's the least I can do. Haruka the whole time just like, get out of here. Get, get out. out. Monster, Monster, get out. get out. <laughs> they go to the station and they see uh, Yasuko's there. And she's basically like, hey, take me to Okinawa Penitentiary 2. I want to see my brother. And they're like, we don't know what you're talking about. That's not a thing. That doesn't exist. So she's like leaving and then they're like, you know about Okinawa Penitentiary, Penitentiary Number Two? We know about that. You want to come talk to us? <laughs> so they go to a totally doesn't yeah. look suspicious at all that these guys are like, hmm, 
do you want to come hang out in this abandoned building with us? They uh they go to a, the abandoned building was like the where that Yakuza family from three, the rival one, like their office yep. used to be. And they're basically it's like, hey, let's chit chat about this. Hey, we know Saijima. We can help you out here. But that all gets interrupted because, hey, Saito's back and a bunch of guards. Saito also lived. Yep. So he wants to recapture Hamazaki, but they also want to get uh, Yasuko as well and everything. And they also want to uh, get the, the ledger back. So mm-hmm. Kiryu and Hamazaki have to fight their way through everything. They defeat Saito. And again, um, after that, Hamazaki's like, you have to take Yasuko and get out of here. Get that get that ledger to Kamurocho and help her find her brother and do all that. And Kiryu's like, okay, I'll, I'll do this. I got you. Yeah, Hamazaki's like, I'll I'll hold everyone off. But then like he they the two of them leave and then he's like, Oh god, ow my wounds in my back. Pain <laughs> Blood Dead Suffering. But yes, dead. Uh so yeah, Kiryu and Yasuko head off to Kamarocho. They go to New Serena first, because that's where you go. Where Date is behind the counter. <laughs> With the bad music. Bad music. Oh, Date, why? And then also people are doing stuff at Sky Finance before they enter. Oh, right. So that is shady. Um, Date is like, hey, I'll, I'll help you out here. Real messed up and everything. And then Yasuko kind of explains why she's trying to like save Saijima and everything because of what she did for her and how he was able to save her by basically like paying for a kidney transplant. Yeah. Like her bio dad was not wanting to have anything to mm-hmm. do with her. And Sajin was like, how about you're going to have something to do with her, whether you like it or not, give up the kidney. Come on, come on. So he saved her. Yeah. Curious. Like, all right, I'm going to go investigate. And I was like, Oh, you're, I'm coming with you. And he's like, no, you not stink. allowed. Uh, Kiryu is like wants to go see Majima, but once he goes to see Majima, Majima's getting arrested. Yeah. So they're able to talk very briefly, and Majima's like, "Yeah, I'm being arrested because Daigo made a deal with the 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 police commissioner." Real weird. Anyways, yeah. stuff's real messed up. Uh, we see at Tojo Clan HQ, Munokata is having a meeting with Daigo, and Munokata is like. Yeah, the Tojo clan's gotten too large. We should take control over it. The cops. And Daigo's like, mmm. Munokata wants R.I. to basically become like the captain of the Tojo clan. Mm-hmm. So he can have like a person, a representative essentially. Someone that he can like filter information to and all that sort of stuff. Daigo's like, I, I guess we gotta do this. Uh, Kiryu goes back to New Sarita and Date's knocked out and Yasuko's gone. Um, she drugged him she drugged him Kira's like well that was a bad idea <laughs> never let Dante watch over anyone it never goes well Nope. so he basically has to like walk he has to like, go and try and find Yasuko and eventually he finds out like oh she was into a, going into a sewer and then he runs into Akiyama and Tanimura neither of, neither of these groups know each other or know that they're basically on the same side here so they have to fight yeah, each so other fight. And Kiryu just beats him up. And he's like, alright, well, I'm going after again. Going to purgatory. 
Um, he heads to the purgatory and he finds that the the florist office is trash and he's he's been beat up. And the florist is like, "Hey, Katsuragi showed up. They took they took over Kamurocho Hills. They took Saijima hostage and then they also took Yasuko. It's real bad. Also, Kiddo's with them. He's betrayed them." I think at this point, uh, Akiyama and Tanimura have also showed up. Yeah. And then also Kiddo told Katsuragi about Akiyama's secret vault, so he has all the money. No, the money! Which we're both, like, the whole time, like, Akiyama, really? Like... Not really a, a very secure way to keep your money. <laughs> A single button with, like, no password or anything. And then you just, just turn the, the, the wheel and you're in. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, your security's terrible. And he's like, I don't trust banks. Which, like, fair because the bank ruined his life. Mm -hmm. But also, like, invest in some real security, my dude. It's true. Uh, basically, but he's like, oh, man, I knew that kiddo was doing that because I saw my books were different. Yeah. Uh, Katsuragi basically is like, is going to betray me. So I need to do all of this to make sure he doesn't do anything to me. Mm -hmm. uh, we head back to New Serena with all the boys now. And boys. Akiyama's like, yeah, my money's gone. <laughs> it's all gone. Yay. And Kiryu's like, all right, I've got a plan. Kiryu calls up Katsuragi and is like, hey, I got this ledger full of evidence that of Bunukata doing some bad stuff. You want it? And Katsuragi's like, what's your catch? <laughs> <laughs> here's like hey I just want to meet you we'll take this exchange give me the Saijimas and the money and I will let you have this he's like you're terrible at yes. this so Kiryu basically has to fight his way through all of the Uenosewa guys and then meet Katsuragi at the top of the Kamurocho Hills construction plot essentially um, so basically you go there and you fight a bunch of dudes some of these fights are just not good Nope. they are real bad <laughs> Yep. Uh, but eventually Kiryu makes his way up there. He's met with Katsuragi. Kido's there. The money's there. Saijima and Yasuko are there. Kiryu hands him the file. Or he has Kido as like the exchanger. He brings Yasuko to Kiryu. And then Kiryu has to hand him the file. Um, he unties Yasuko. But then Kido pulls a gun. And Katsuragi's oh, like, wow. kill him. But then Kido's like turns around and shoots Katsuragi instead. Mm -hmm. No blood. No blood. No blood. And then our eyes like shows up and is like, "Hey, what's up? We're gonna take the file instead and give it to Munakata." So our eye gets the file and then he shoots Kido. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, sorry, kid." Yeah, Kido's just like laying on top of the elevator while it's going down with all the money, just bleeding. Our mm -hmm. eye leaves. Jasko unties Saijima. Um, Sajima basically jumps up and like runs towards Katsuragi because he's like oh that dude has a bulletproof vest that dude has a bulletproof vest I know it and he definitely did Katsuragi pulls out another gun and he's like I saw this coming <laughs> but now I must kill all of you Katsuragi then tries to shoot Sajima but Yasuko dives in front of him takes the bullet she gets shot in the back and then she like turns around and like pulls a gun or she she had a gun from tiny moro because he gave it to her for protection she pulls that mm -hmm. out and basically just like just walking towards katragi and katragi is like just <laughs> his pants she's like i'm the real murderer of mm -hmm. this family and then just like shoots him in the head and just murders him 
And then dies. And then she's like, oh, ow, ow, I got shot in the back. Oh, this sucks. Ow, 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 ow. At least I got to see my brother and again. I got to see my brother. My I brother. saved my brother like he saved me. Now I'm dead. No. And then that leads us to part five, which is basically the, the finale where everything kind of comes together. All You get to view all the boys and everything if you need um, to. Didn't that end with the scene um, with Arai and Munakata? Didn't that didn't that happen in that end of the chapter, or was that later? No, this is the beginning of. Oh, okay. Or at least according to this, it's the beginning. But yeah, basically, it's the same same thing, regardless. Okay. Um, there is a there is a scene at the 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 police headquarters. Munakata's like, "Hey, good job! You found the file. Woo! Also, why did you like here? You keep that money. That's real dumb. You're that's a real rookie mistake. Here's a here's a here's a gun." Go go mess up Kiryu's kids. Use that to get to him. Kidnap him if you've got to. And Arai's like, yeah, no. That's fucked up. That's dude. not going to happen. I'm going to shoot you later. Blap. Again, Blap. people just do a lot of shooting and then do not confirm that anyone's dead or not. No, and you definitely should. Definitely. Um... A few days after that, the, the boys go and help Saejima, you know grieve for his sister's loss and everything they have like a little memorial and everything they're all dressed up on their well i was gonna say they're all dressed up nice but then there's like some of them are not like, messiest <laughs> he's like i made out with her yay yeah they basically come to uh, an idea of like akiyama or let's just put akiyama's money on top of the bullying tower and just see who shows up yeah <laughs> and then we'll just deal with them once they show up yep so the next night, the Millennium Tower, the roof of it, there's a hundred billion yen on top of it, just you know, sitting there. Daigo shows up, Kido shows up, Munakata shows up, Kas or not Kasaraki, Kasaraki's dead. Arai shows Arai. up, and they're all just like arguing back and forth about this. Also, yeah, Munakata shows up and he's not dead, so they're like, he's, not dead. Ah, he's like rubber bullets. Woo! But he's also got a bunch of SWAT people with him. He's like, I'm gonna take the oh money God. for myself. Those dudes suck. So before that all can happen, here comes a, a helicopter that just descends. calls. Yeah. A helicopter shows up and just scatters the money everywhere, and everyone's like, what do you know? No, the money. And then the boys show up. Yep. So each boy gets to fight another another dude. Uh, Akiyama fights R.I. Uh, Saejima fights Kido. Kiryu fights Daigo, of course. And then Tiny Mora fights Munakata, and you do all of those fights. The th the the Akiyama, Saejima, and Kiryu fights are all you know relatively routine. The Tanimura fight against Munakata sucks. It sucked. Terrible fight. For when he's like the weakest of the characters, mm -hmm. and then they put you against like four. Six of yeah, like it's like a bunch of uh, guards, and then uh, Munakata just has a gun. He just keeps shooting you from afar. It's so and annoying. And he keeps running away from you when you try and fight him. So yeah, after, after you do all that, you beat him all up. Munakata's like, oh, you can't win because you can't kill me because they'll be like, oh, you murdered the second oh, in command. Oh, this is when he calls. You I got suck. the call. Yeah, the, the helicopter probably in, that, in the original is just some dude. Just some guy. Yeah. This is this is the call time. Mm -hmm. um, Timer is like, yeah, we're not going to kill you. We got another plan. And then Akiyama's like, hey, do the thing. 
Good thing we know a good guy to write articles. Yep. So Date and Sudo show up in a helicopter yet again. And they're helicopter, the helicopter yep. boys. And they are just like this time they're useful though. They're throwing out paper out to the ground and everything, because also money has fallen from the Millennium Tower yet again. Yep. So this newspaper is just a uh, it's it's Date who wrote a report about uh, Mudokata's corruption and scandals and everything, and it also includes evidence with like the ledger and everything. And Mudokata's like, Mudo- I'm gonna shoot this. Yeah, guy. Mudokata basically draws his gun to shoot Tanimura, and then Akiyama dives in front of him to take the bullet. And he's like, "Oh, this sucked," but then he's like, "Wait a minute, I feel okay," and then pulls out like a wad of money, and there's just a bullet through it. <laughs> <laughs> We're like trying to figure out, like, can he go exchange that? Mm-hmm. And then basically, like. Munokata is like real sad and everything, but then he's like grabs the gun again because he doesn't want to get arrested and shoots himself in the head. Yep. Roll credits. And then our epilogue is uh, a month after everything that went down in the Millennium Tower. Just like a newspaper's like, was the police commissioner's death a suicide or was it all a another trick? Joker's trick. <laughs> Um, Akiyama's back at Sky Finance just like chilling and everything the place is kind of a mess because he's like oh someone knocks at his door and is like comes in he's like oh I'm sorry sorry like, my, my secretary left and it's kind of a mess and everything and this lady is just like oh chief you know you really are a mess without me and it's it's Hana but she's like skinnier <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and Akiyama's like <laughs> they like almost kiss mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, but I have all your favorite food. Hold on, hold on. I have, like, a ton of them. Because <laughs> she's like, yeah, I haven't eaten, eaten much since I left you. Yeah. I love that he's, like, just been stockpiling her favorite mm-hmm. food. He's <laughs> like, please come back. Hana, come back. Ooh. <laughs> uh... Out, out, out somewhere else, uh, Date is coming back to the police. Apparently he's going to be a cop again. He's basically going to try and basically reform everything after all the corruption and all that sort of stuff. Uh, we learned that R.I. turned himself in and everything. So, Kiryu and Tanimura are like, oh, okay, cool. Good job. Yeah, because he was a cop. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, R.I. was a cop. You're right. He was a Yag as yep. a cop. Yag as a cop. Um, and then also, uh, Haruka takes Kiryu to a ceremony at the Tojo clan. Oh, right. Which is a big deal. Everyone is out in full force, and the car shows up, and it's Saijima. He's dressed to the nines, except he just dressed like an old man. He's just like an old man. And then Daigo and Majima are also there, and is a uh... Majima's free. Yes, Majima is free. It's basically a big old ceremony for the the beginning of the Saijima family. Mm-hmm. And then that's how the game ends. Da da da. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's the weakest. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad game. No, but like compared to everything else we've played, mm-hmm. it's just weak. Like it story-wise, is. I think it's just like there's there's a lot happening, a lot that they have to do to like establish stuff. But then like just I think a lot of it's kind of just not interesting. And then like the main villains aren't that compelling compared to some of the others we've seen so far in this series. 
Tanimura is kind of forgettable. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely forgettable because you do not. I'm pretty sure you do never. You never see him again. Oh my god! I mean, I can and double man, check here. There is an overuse of rubber bullets in this. Yeah, this is basically their kind of like cop out of like, oh, we don't want to kill this character yet. Not dead yet. Um. But we did get, as you mentioned, machine gun kiss, and that is that's pretty. It's legit. true. Yeah, Tony Murray only appears in this game. Rip. Yeah, he is. He's a. Uh, he was very forgettable. Allegedly. Uh... People think that it was because of uh, the actor. Mm -hmm. That's why they didn't bring him back. I mean... Because of the controversies and everything. Yeah. But then again, like the, the character we're going to meet in 5 also doesn't show up again, so... It's just one of those things where... They introduce a new character for two of these games and then, eh. But I guess Akiyama and Saishima are here to stick stick around for a bit. Yeah, they are. That is true. That is indeed true. So yeah, that is, uh, that's Yakuza 4. Up next, we've got Yakuza 5 on the docket. Yeah, we've been which, playing it. Which did not come out a year after the fact. It actually came out like almost like almost three years after the fact. Like It came out in December of 2012. So like two and a half years. So you can definitely a lot more work went into Yakuza 5. And you can, you can tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can definitely tell. And then also in the meantime, they put out a sequel to the, uh, the PSP Yakuza game. So those are the two Yakuza games in between 4 and 5. PSP Yakuza game? Yes. What was it? It's a PSP Yakuza game. Wow. I haven't played those, so... Couldn't tell you. But yeah, eventually we will make our way through Yakuza 5. We are a fifth of the way through it at the moment. Yeah, we are. Um, And then we will... Got some twists. We will return to our experiences of the Yakuza series with Yakuza 5, and then we'll do Yakuza 6, and then we'll do Judgment, and then we'll be done. And then I'm gonna gonna replay seven because I only got bits of that. And yeah. Now I'll understand everything. You'll definitely understand a lot more in that back half. Yay! For sure. Yay! So yeah, that is that's Jacques is a four. Probably the weakest game in the series so far, and I guess to me, I would say it's the weakest. Full stop. Like period. Because <laughs> I've played them all now. Um, but yeah. Man. But it was necessary. Yeah, I think like if you have to establish if you want to establish these new characters, you need this game, but eh, <laughs> it is like story wise and everything else, like it's real forgettable. Yeah. But yeah. That's gonna do it for this week's episode. Unless you have anything else you wanna say about this game. No, I want to go to sleep. Yeah, okay. That figured as much. <laughs>
So if you'd like more from us, head on over to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool. It's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. And you can find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you want more from Ann Ladium, go to AnnLadium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter at Twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup where we do Twitter. Follow us on TikTok at AnimeCheckup as well. You can uh, buy our books, One Shiny Moment of Critical Analysis, Love, Love Live Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast and bonus episodes you can only find there. Uh, Next week, no clue. It'll be something. That's all I can tell you. Yep. So tune in for that.